yo, yo, what's popping? Are we live? Yeah, we live. Um, coming to you live directly from uh, the inner sanctums of what we come through. You know, it's the two minutes of the day. I'm going to, uh, you know, go ahead and be uh, wishy-washy and not want to say what I want to say because I do a lot of cussing. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But let me get um, some real stuff out the way. Hey, check this out. This is the issue uh, we talk. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Again, I say this all the time. I don't know why I don't know those by heart, but I don't. But I do know this. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can continue to give you the ish that we talk. I will start a uh, censored introduction. I am Lily, the um, maestro of the business, the cigarette-smoking, joint-toting, beer-drinking, dick-slanging, bad mofo, mm, excuse me, bad mofo that you know right now. I am with my be all, do all. If it wasn't for her, we would not have this podcast right now. And I give all praise to my co-host, Lindsay. Oh, that's so sweet. Hello, everyone. We are uh, missed, but we are um, proudly missed because she is living her life, doing her thing. The rookie of the year, Breezy Breeze, she is gone, but I'm going to give her a shout out because she is a part of this coalition. and. With this trifecta popping, we're going to keep this thing working. Yep, absolutely. Now, two minutes is over. What the fuck is going <laughs> on, everybody? How's your health? How's your wealth? I am so glad to be able to come to you on this perfect Sunday. We normally do it Saturday, but I went to Comic-Con with my baby yesterday, and we had a full fucking blast and spent money like, yeah, shit. Like, we spent money on pictures that it, it sounds absurd. But we did it anyway because we were at Comic-Con, goddammit, and it was a great fucking time. Lizzie, what have you been doing? Well, it was my godson's prom yesterday, so shout out to him. Shout out to the godson. Yeah, so um, he had to get clean one time. He was super clean. He had the red bottoms on. They was busting. We had to do pictures and boomerangs and stuff so that's what i did yesterday for the most part <clears throat> and then try to get get some last minute things together for um his graduation next month so we oh, got so we got a plan back. shout out to god son he's back to back hard yeah yeah so he has prom uh that was last night he got uh graduation next month and he's going to ku so. Okay, okay, we're going to switch sides, but it's all right, man. We're yeah. we bigging up our teams, man. You know, as yeah. long as you get that education, but know that education, because sometimes they whitewash it, so know your education. Uh, yeah. Read those books, the real God, sir. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so it's going to be it's gonna be a pretty fun couple of months here coming up, so. Um, but yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, outside of that and working, that's all. All that's been going on over here. How was Comic Con? You said what, cuz? How was Comic Con? Comic Con was awesome. Check it out. I took um, uh, me and Jasmine's Aunt Bebo 
she went with us. She accompanied us. And we didn't dress up this year. Um, but uh our beautiful Aunt Bebo, she uh she has colorful hair, like she keeps uh different colors in her hair and like she got so much praise for just coming in um with her black blue and yeah, black and beautiful. Uh it was purple it was blue and purple, right? Black and beautiful with her blue and purple hair. Oh my god, she damn near got a standing ovation by all them white folks. Oh yeah. I'm talking about she got so much praise, she got shit for free. Oh wow. Motherfuckers was giving her shit. Yeah. That's dope. That's Listen, dope. I've never feel proud to be in the presence of a black woman in Comic Con like that until that day. I only went once before, but I'm just saying this mm-hmm. was one of the greatest days. Like I'm I'm proud when I walk with Jasmine, but this one was different. Like yeah. Like it was like damn near uh, throwing rose petals at this lady's feet. Right. She's your queen to be. This, <laughs> they had people in full outfits coming to her, just telling her they love her hair. Oh wow. That's yeah, it. I need to see a picture. You know, did you take any pictures, uh, Jasmine? You know what? I didn't even take any pictures. I didn't even think about it, but. I can show y'all. I, I can take a picture of my Aunt Bebo because her hair, that's how she likes her hair. Yeah. So I take pictures of Aunt Bebo and I just send them through like that. She's just a proud, beautiful black woman. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. And like her confidence alone, like she had a nigga trying to slang her D in that motherfucker and she <laughs> totally passed that shit up. Oh, wow. That's this author, he's an author. By the way, like, uh-huh. this nigga wasn't no city With no average, He's right. Author. He got a whole booth. He is in there promoting this shit and selling this shit out of this shit. Mm-hmm. By the way, it wasn't a nigga who was just like, nobody was there. He had a crowd around him. Mm. He made his way to stop what he was doing, talk to my Aunt Bebo, and give her two free books. Oh, wow. That's dope. If I'm lying, I'm dying yeah. right now. Yeah, that's dope. So did he pass his number in one of them books too? I, I kept on saying he should have, but uh, mm-hmm. baby got his uh, Jasmine got his website now that she said she gonna she gonna hit him up. Yeah, right, absolutely, absolutely, because he probably probably paid. Oh yeah, man, yeah. he had he had dope ass pictures up with him uh rock uh, uh you know showing off his books and and like nice suits like this, yeah. Yeah, this was this was a a, a real catch. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely need to follow up. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he sought out my Aunt Bebo. My Aunt Bebo seen the books. This, this, I'm going to tell you how fate works. I don't, I don't know too much about how niggas want to do anything about how the world works. I'm going to tell you how fate works. We walked past this place. She was stuck on this place. She said, I want to go back there. Jasmine was like, you want to go there now? She said, nah. I'll wait. So we did our own thing, and then we doubled back over there. And when she doubled back over there, she was looking at a book. This one little single white lady was like, boom, hey, check this out. You shouldn't read that until you read this one. And I'm going to give you, uh, and and she gave her the book, and she said, that's yours. That's for free. Read that first, and then come pick up this book. And while she was talking to the white lady, the dude straight up was like, hey, Come over here. Hey, I got something to show you over here. Mm. Come on over here. So she moved over there 
He gave her a whole spill about his book, told her how he was uh, uh, writing this and writing that. He had a chapter in the Wakanda book. He gave her the Wakanda book for free. And then and, and, and uh and then a book that he uh he recently wrote, uh mm-hmm. she paid for it, but she only paid for it because she liked the nigga conversation. Because he would have gave that shit to her for free too. Oh wow. <laughs> she yeah. gave because he was saying that the book don't come out till next week. But uh-huh. right now, while he's signing autographs, he'll you know what I'm saying, he'll just, uh she can just sign for the uh the autograph. And mm-hmm. the autograph is like fifteen bucks. So she signed for the autograph back, got the book for free. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Excuse me. That sounds real cool. How often yeah. do they do the Comic-Con, like, every year? Every year. They, it's uh-huh. been uh, stagnant for the past uh, couple of years because of the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. But this year, it was cool. It was it was cool as a motherfucker. I seen... Um, uh, a couple good cop, uh, cosplays. Uh-huh. That, they be coming, like, like all the way decked out in that stuff. Like, oh, yeah. it's an event. Oh, I've seen yeah. them, I've seen them downtown a couple times. Like, in the past. Yeah. Like, it's a complete event. But that's dope. Yeah. I'm glad y'all had a good time. Yeah, it was, it was great. I'm just glad that, uh, we were able to be a part of it, and like, like I said, Aunt Bebo was able to get like, you know what I'm saying? She didn't even show up in cosplay, and she just got front room treatment. Like, mm-hmm. did y'all show up in cosplay? You said what? Did y'all dress up? Nah, we didn't dress up this year. Um, next year we're gonna dress up. I uh, I had the idea of who I wanted to be, but. Uh, so much uh circumstances and things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even uh even end up uh going there, so we just went. Yeah, yeah, that's cool too. I'm sure it ain't that many black people there, is it? You know what? You'd be surprised. Um, it's a it's it's a couple black people there, but uh, how could I say this without being uh uh disrespectful to folks? Um. It ain't a bunch of hood niggas like me to go to Comic Con, <laughs> but it is niggas that's there. Okay. At the same time, uh, I know what um, from the last time me and Baby went to now, um, what we try to do is 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 find the black artists and the black vendors because we want to give them money. It was a great artist there mm-hmm. um, that was black. He had great material. Um, what ended up happening is, is I, I spent way too much money. Uh, on everything else, and I didn't buy anything from him, but I did get his card. Like, cause that's what it is. If you're if if you're a person that's into anime, uh, comic books, uh, the cartoon that you grew up in and love, it is so many vendors that, uh, um, out there that have so much shit that you would love. Like as far as nostalgia with like trinkets and, and uh, pictures and and just like items of uh, uh, posters and. They, you you gonna end up spending a lot of money. Yeah. Like, I was buying. I know if pictures thirty, fifty, seventy dollars. We buying this shit. Uh huh. Yeah, that's cool though. That's cool. Though. I I haven't been to nothing like that, so I'm sure. I'm oh, sure good. You gotta go. Uh, yeah. uh Jasmine said next year we are gonna try to invite just everybody. We just gonna like you know. 
see how many people want to go, get the money, get the tickets, you know what I'm saying, get everybody's money, get the tickets. We're we, we going to try to make sure, I like, it's it's for everybody. Comic, uh, Planet Comic Con is for everybody. If you yeah. ever had a cartoon that you loved to death, you need to go to Comic Con. It, it'll surprise you. Yeah. How, how what you will see and how much you will love. If you love video games, it, it you need to go to Planet Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. Well, she'll put me on the list because I'm, I, you know, I'm open to seeing new stuff. So I'm not die hard into video games and stuff. I think the last last thing I bought was well, I didn't buy it, but um, it was a Wii. That's the last thing I had. So it's just so much. That, uh, this mm. this um, get prepared to walk. Yeah, I'll wear my Ideas. Yeah. <laughs> You're about how are you going to walk up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down? Because you're going to forever see something different. I know what I'm saying. Every time you walk up and down, up and down, up and down, you're going to continue to keep walking up and down. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if you're a person that wanted to see somebody, because they be having special guests. So if you like, mm-hmm. a diehard Power Rangers fan, sometimes they'll just have the Green Ranger there. And if you want to have, you know what I'm saying, sit there and do a meet and greet with him, you just pay the extra money, sit there and meet and greet. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. You know, it sounds like it's a it's a great environment for people to just completely fan out. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And then uh like uh baby uh she likes the subtle costumes, like she likes the people that can just like put something together and look like an anime character. I'm the same way, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I love the people that's like so elaborate. Yeah. Like it was uh uh it was a, a husband and wife, and I'm only speculating, a husband and wife and a little kid that did the the Legos people. Oh and really? they looked at very fucking dope. Yeah. Now it could have been a husband, uh, it could have been a brother, a sister, and a nephew. Right, right. But right. either way, the shit was so fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you could tell they put money in their costume. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely enjoy it. So yeah, put me on the list for next year. <clears throat> you bet you that. But hold on. Disclaimer though. Uh-huh. For anybody, because I'm gonna have to go to um some disrespectful shit. <laughs> for anybody who uh laughs at uh special needs or handicapped people. Turn that shit down. Turn that shit down one time and just and, and let people rock because you're going to see some shit that you might laugh at because you think it's funny. But these people uh, these people trying to have a good time. Don't disrespect them. I did that. I had to stop myself and I'm not even being funny or nothing. But this is going to be a funny situation. <laughs> I seen a wheelchair and like this like husk of a man like rolling this wheelchair and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like I'm I'm trying to figure if this is a cosplay uh or anything and I realized, nah, this is just a dude that was just um like head to torso and nothing else and like rolling down the strip with, you know what I'm saying in his wheelchair, putting it with his little robotic arms like to tell the wheelchair where to go. And I was like, oh shit, you know I'm a piece of shit but like even questioning why the fuck is this city? I'm like, damn, I'm wrong for that. But yeah. you know, they live in that type of world, so yeah, they yeah, got yeah. every right to beat it. Right, right. I can tell. I mean, 
how I can tell, but um, I can understand that that would be an environment that they would feel most welcome. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I just looked at it like, what the fuck? Like, I, I was on some, some dumb shit. And then when I realized what it was, I was like, damn, I'm going to hell. I am so sorry. <laughs> well, maybe not hell, but hell adjacent. I do hell adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did correct yourself. so so yeah so let's get into these topics um all right so the first one god (laughs) oh yeah i'm not crying (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's going to what i go through every year it's called allergies people for some strange reason Lindsay has lived somewhere where pollen has not been kicking her ass Pollen kicks my ass everywhere, so welcome to the goddamn party. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that we figured it out. Had that I didn't been to doctors and stuff. <laughs> All it took was a two-minute conversation with you to figure out Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah. Okay, so last Sunday, of course, was Easter. And a lot of people took pictures with their family on Easter. Um, <clears throat> and one of those families was um, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade's family. Um, they took a family photo. It was um, them two along with their daughter together. I, I can't, I, I can't remember how to pronounce that girl's name. But yeah, I'm um, not gonna do that. She don't even like her parents, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, that. she, 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 yeah. Earth is yeah. too ghetto for her. She is not impressed. Yeah, she ain't fucking. No. She is so mad that they took her here. Like, okay. All places to take. Like, get me out of this peasant ass fucking world. Okay. Like, I'm ready to go to Mars. I'm done. So, um, yeah, them two with their with the daughter they share. Then his son, his oldest son, with her with his girlfriend. And then his trans daughter um, with her trans boyfriend. Yeah. So when I initially saw it, it was the family photo. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I I didn't know that um, the trans daughter, her name is Zaya. I didn't know that her boyfriend was trans. But I was zooming in. I was like, well, he kind of looks trans. But whatevs. Um, then there was a picture of Zaya and her boyfriend kissing. And I was like, you know, that's a bit too grown for me. That is, uh, not something that you put and encourage on the internet. So, um, for me, has nothing to do with her being trans. Um, no. Not at all, because there's no way that at 14 years old, my mom would have been okay with a picture of me kissing my boyfriend. So, um, yeah. And, and, and I get, like, people are like, oh, well, people were doing much more um, at 14. I wasn't, but I do understand that people like I was, but we wasn't taking pictures of right, shit. 
Right. Like, I, I understand that I'm different from the norm. So there was probably a whole lot more people doing than not. But <clears throat> doesn't make it okay. You know, and I understand that, like, you want to have, like, good communication with your parent. You That's supposed to be, like, the first person you come to when you start having those type of um, ideas and urges and all that kind of stuff. I get all that. And you can still have an open communication with your parent. You can still talk to them. You can still um, be open with them. They can still be accepting of you. It just ain't got to be put on the internet. Like, that's a bit too far. Or it, it still ain't got to be a picture of it. <clears throat> Whether it get put on the internet or not, it still ain't got to be a picture of it. So, um, and you and you don't have to do that in front of your parents. Like, there's no way on God's green earth. I probably wouldn't do that now at my grown-ass age in front of my parents. Neither one of them. Oh, yeah, like, of course. Of course. <laughs> Me so. and Jasmine had been together for like four years. <clears throat> she can't tell you a time that we just really had cuddle up, kiss time around my mama or her mama. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like this shit. Like never. That shit don't, don't do that. go down. Yeah. We respect. We respect the boundaries. Yeah. Right. Right. And you you respect their position. You know. Like just. We was brought up in an age where you doing stuff like that in front of adults was disrespectful. Exactly. You know? Even as grown <clears throat> people, we're well into our thirties and still do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm gonna let you finish because I, I no, I'm I'm pretty much done. I just I just my point. I mean, my stance on it is that it was inappropriate. I her being trans and him being trans has zero to do with that being an inappropriate picture and it should not be on the internet <clears throat> um but yeah your thoughts okay so i got two thoughts but i'm gonna speak on my first okay and my first one is this again i'm gonna piggyback off Lance. i don't care what you are what you do whatever you choose in life is what you choose in life but there's always respect and boundaries for everything you choose in life. Um, at one point, we have to understand that certain things become a spectacle. And it shouldn't be. Uh, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade's uh, daughter, transgender daughter, should not be a spectacle. And, like, it's cool to do the whole thing with your little your, your little friend that you like so much and your little boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever because everybody goes through that. And it's cool to have those type pictures. What is not cool to is overstep the boundaries of, uh, of the age that they are. They're, they're 14. We shouldn't have to see pictures of the 14-year-olds the kissing. We know what happens. I, I was a 14-year-old boy. I kissed a lot of 14-year-old girls. I'm not going to say that that doesn't happen. But that would never be a family photo. You know? Yeah. And to do that, to exploit what y'all say that y'all uh, transgender girl is going through, it's, it, it, it's, it's starting to be more propaganda than it is awareness. 
and that's what uh that's what kind of makes me sick to my stomach about it because yeah. I get you being um those uh new age parents that uh or allowing your your children to um explore what they need to explore and go with they uh and, and go for their feelings and their emotions and and, and do what they uh, they need to do to grow I, I totally 100% feel that what i don't feel is you putting it on display uh to be exploited <clears throat> yeah because this causes a uh a explosion of people that have their opinions, people that are talk down to them, people that are downright disrespect them, and they don't need that in their life. You're dealing with a transgender male, and you're dealing with a transgender female that are, are just trying to grow into this. You gotta understand that they're 14. I know motherfuckers who are transgender that didn't come out until they were damn near 30. So imagine what they're going through. Yeah. You can't put that on display like that. You you can't make them um uh, uh show horses. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's crazy because they still have to live a private life. Yeah. Another thing, I, um, my my number two thing that I want to speak on is, um, we might need to look at. How this plays uh, a part in how society is moving because, um, again, uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union's uh, transgender daughter has a transgender uh, boyfriend who used to be a girl. So that means those endorphins <clears throat> and those feelings for a male and a female are actually still there. So if they're still there on that accord, we we probably should not be uh, privy uh, privy excuse me to um, the lifestyle that they're choosing to live because because they're fourteen maybe they'll be a whole different type of being when they're twenty eight twenty nine yeah uh, but you know we we got to speak on that like everybody is allowed to do what they want to do and say what they uh, want to be and and claim what they want to claim. I would never take that from anybody. What I'm saying is, we probably shouldn't cast judgment on what we see kids doing, because it it could definitely just be a uh, a, a sequence or a phase in their life. I'm not saying that uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union's uh, son. Uh, or excuse me, transgender daughter uh, will now continue to be that way, nor uh, the boyfriend won't continue to be that way. Only thing I'm saying is that if the endorphins are the same, that we like each other, how we like each other. Mm -hmm. And we like each other because at the end of the day, we, uh, I am a boy, you are a girl. When, it, when it's said and done, we shouldn't be involved in that. We, we got to back off and let and, and, and let them people there they like we should not have any type of rebuttal or issue with that yeah and my the thing that, that grinds my gears like uh -huh. like family got the shit that grinds my gears is everybody want to put their opinion on mm -hmm. and i don't I, I know what i'm saying i'm looking at the situation and i'm like 
them, just let them kids live their life. Yeah. And we should, it shouldn't be on display. Right. Like, right. If, 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 if they put my, my 14 to 17 years of life on display, oh, they, they would question why niggas think I'm a hood nigga. I was a weird comic book, anime, uh, fucking grunge music, uh, sadist music. I, I didn't. I, I was. I was. I was definitely not what you thought a nigga would be, or the nigga that you see right now. You would definitely not see um, this guy if you knew who I was at fourteen. Yeah. But I had to grow. Right. 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 I mean. Same here. I was in the hood listening to No Doubt. You know, I was listening to Nirvana. So people would be like, okay, yeah. this is weird. Everybody had their own way of living. Like right now, the Wayne Wade's uh, transgender daughter has her own way of living. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't, we, we shouldn't keep exploiting that. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Like it, it's a line that is that is like being stepped on on if it's exploiting or if it's just making aware. Because you can be loud and proud of your kid, you know, going through this journey, having their back 1,000%, but you don't have to exploit it. And yeah. it gets to the point, and this is, this is getting to that point. You know, like, <clears throat> I get... I get your kid wanting to be trans and I get you coming out saying that your kid is trans and that you support them. And then I also um, expect the hate to come with it. And then I also expect for them to be like, fuck y'all. This is my kid. All that. You know what I'm saying? So I, so I see where you're going when, if it, if it was just like 100% accepted, it probably wasn't, probably wouldn't be out there as tough as they put it out there but because of it not being 100 accepted i can see where y'all put y'all middle finger up to everybody you know and i'm gonna do it more i'm gonna put her out there more if she want to be out there more i'm gonna put it out there more i'm gonna talk about it more like i get that but when we start well, what does she ask for right i think she i think she wants to be out there i i think that i think that's her but my point is is that Instead of being her 100% advocate, sometimes you got to step in and be her parent and be like, this is inappropriate. Okay, fine. Like, I understand that y'all are together. I understand that people do way more at 14 than probably what y'all doing. I don't know what y'all doing, but here, let's have a safe conversation about it. And this, we're we're not going to post this picture. We'll post a family picture. We're not going to post this picture. Like, see, that's where I feel like it's just going too far. And it gets, and it gets to exploiting. Because like at that, like what, what are you, what are you proving by putting up a picture like this? Like what, like we, we get it. Your kid is trans, got a trans mate and y'all are accepting. We get that. But putting up this picture is it's just inappropriate. It's just inappropriate. And that goes for that has not like that has zero to do with her being trans. But it's nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. And but I feel like um, which I've seen other people say the same thing, 
that this is kind of like giving um, the people that do have a problem with her being trans something extra to talk about. You know. So, and, I love that you said that because <clears throat> this is I'm gonna piggyback on exactly what you said, and I'm gonna do a full role reversal for everybody. Yeah. Because what I really want people to understand is we got to stop. Um, thinking kids are our best friends or, and, and kids are our, uh, or, you know, sometimes our outlet to uh, not uh, to get out the immature shit that we, uh, we could never do. I'm going a, I'm, I'm to a kill that shit in this conversation right here. What if the roles were reversed? You know, um, we're, we're making this big acknowledgement because um, uh, Zaya is tra- uh, is a transgender girl. So let's kill that. Let's say Zaya was actually Zaya, born a regular girl, and had a cool little boyfriend at 14, and you decided to take a picture of her kissing her 14-year-old boyfriend. You would have a definite problem. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So let's let, let so let's let's do that. Let's 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 make it make sense. Right. At the end of the day, it's very fucking inappropriate. Yeah. And Absolutely. so let's let's end that because everybody wants to do this feud of, uh, uh, and and a lot of people want to make the stigma of these are transgender people. So like. Um, for some strange reason, you know, these weird-ass niggas, and I'm going to call y'all weird-ass niggas, uh, these weird-ass niggas want to make it seem like gay people are ruining the community. That shit ain't got nothing to do with that. Right. This is morals and content. You don't let a 14-year-old girl kiss a 14-year-old boy, and we are literally seeing the same thing, but just gender reversed. Right. Right. So make it make sense. Right. Like right. You wouldn't do that. If Zaya was a real girl, Dwayne Wade would have said, nah, he ain't well, kissing my daughter. We're not going to say real girl. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, We're still learning, was, guys. We're still uh, learning. Binary accurate. <laughs> yeah. Then Dwayne Wade would have had a problem with it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Like, let's, and then, let's, 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 you know what I'm saying? Let's call a spade a spade. And then, like, and then, just case in point, he didn't post no picture of his son, of his older son, uh, kissing his girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. See, but that's that's a whole nother ordeal. I don't even want to go into because sometimes when I get into this vibe mm-hmm. and I get into this mood, where when I really want to talk about uh, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, um. Sometimes I, I I really do want to say out loud that um, a lot of things that we're seeing Zaya go through, um, it's because Dwayne didn't get to do it. And I'm I, I I'm not gonna dwell on that. I'm just I'm gonna just stamp that right there. But I mean it from the from the depths of my soul to the fucking follicles in my toes. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a whole different conversation here yeah. for another day. <laughs> but it's fucking true. 
You watch interviews? <laughs> he had one interview stuck me down. I'm talking oh. about it. It struck me in my chest like a vampire. <laughs> Said, yeah. Oh, this nigga is living his life through Zay. Yeah. And then some of the revelations that Gabby Union has said. He's living his life through Zay. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the picture Shout was inappropriate. Because you a really <laughs> unsung hero. And I really want to say, man, like, listen, I, I don't because I don't want to disrespect your family. Uh, or anything, you know, mm-hmm. the Wade family is a great family. If you look at the demographic of what it is and how they're uh, helping build up change, they're a great family. But sometimes I really want to say this, Zaya, start speaking out more. Yeah, I want to hear your voice about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can get behind that. Um, because you, do, I mean, you don't really see her talk hardly at all. Exactly. Yeah. So. I want to hear your voice about that. Yeah. Because then that that'll say clarity for me. Because right now, sometimes um, things get jumbled. Uh, um, people like me who think in the old way, sometimes things get frustrating because I don't have a real answer. I I want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Because you just let they just letting the parents talk. And I was watching um, this other show. Uh, it's on Foxhole called TGIF. Uh, we talked about it on the last episode of this show. Yeah. So um, they talked about this. And they brought up an interesting point because they was like, okay, Gabrielle is the stepmom. Where's the real mom and how does she feel about all of this? And I was like, that's a great... Well, you know, she got a uh, cease and desist order. She can't speak on them kids. She can't? No, she can't speak on them kids. I thought she couldn't just, I thought she couldn't speak on um, Dwayne Wade. No, she can't speak on Dwayne Wade or her, or his progenies. She can't talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, um, so they, she- that, 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 that shit that they settled, she ain't got no rights no more. So does she even even have a relationship with the kids? I don't know if she. I, I I can't speak on that. I don't know. I do know that like, nah. When when she did that whole campaign, oh yeah, them lawyers shut that shit down quick. She don't got no rights to that. Full custody to Wayne Wade. I don't know if they get weekends or nothing, but he had full custody. Yeah, I know he had full custody, but full custody versus having no rights is. Two totally different things. It's another, and you say that, but it's another thing for Zaya to be who Zaya is since the age of fucking nine and her never to have a word. They've been had a gag order on that bitch. Yeah. And not to call her a bitch. I'm just, I'm just keeping yeah. it general. I'm just, I'm looking at, at, at logistics as far as the judicial system. If she ain't said nothing, it's because she couldn't. Yeah. Right. Because I would have been saying something by now. So I I want to know what the hell happened to where it's that bad, or what well, did he just have better lawyers? He had better lawyers. He had better lawyers, and it it probably was a situation that I'm extremely making this shit up, but it it, it could have been a situation where, you know, 
uh, during their little uh, court shit, uh, Zayn wanted to walk around the hills, and he got his ass whooped by his mama for that. And his daddy said, this is what she do to my kid for not expressing himself. And you know, of course, he's going to eat that shit up. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, so, yeah. This whole, uh, the whole picture thing, we're not in agreement of. But, you know, live your life. It's just unfortunate. All the other BS is going on in the life, so. But, yeah. But, yeah, so that's that. Um, Next up is <laughs> all right black china versus the kardashians um so to make an extremely long story story short um <laughs> godly hopefully anybody listening is not living under a rock because this is a really long story that i'm not gonna go over but um to start, to start with the uh, lawsuit, she, Black China is suing the Kardashians, more specifically, Kris um, Jenner, Rob Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, and Kylie Jenner, along with um, the E! Um, network. Um, she's suing them because the show that she had with Rob when they were together, Rob and China, um, they did season one. It was greenlit for season two, and then abruptly canceled. And <clears throat> the Kardashians slash Jenners, they had a um, they had a heavy influence on getting the show canceled. So because of that, she is suing them, and they started trial this past week. Um, were you able to catch any of the trial? Yeah. Okay, so, um, Black China got receipts on the top of receipts on top of receipts. Huh? I'm gonna let Jasmine sit in front of me. I'm 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 gonna take a break. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so, Black China got receipts on top of receipts on top of receipts. Hey, Jazz. Hey. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. All these receipts that she has, um, it did go up in front of a judge not too long ago, and the judge was like, yeah, you can proceed with the lawsuit. So they did the um, jury selection. <laughs> the jury selection, they was wearing them Kardashians out. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. They did. The Kardashians did not have to show up for jury selection. However, they did, minus Rob. And one of the jurors was like, I don't think of nothing else but the sex tape when it comes to Kim Kardashian. And I don't know if I could, you know, be unbiased because all I think about is the sex tape. Oh, my God. Yeah. So um, another juror was like, uh, my daughter tried to watch their show, but I feel like they're a bad influence on kids. So I completely shut that down in the like in the beginning of the show and stuff. So, um, well, they have to ask them questions and stuff like that. You oh, want to okay. get somebody that is unbiased that probably don't know who they are, but it's mm-hmm. hard to not get 
someone yeah. that doesn't know at least the yeah. name. If nothing else, you know the name. So yeah. Um, so yeah. So it could be a mixture of people trying to get out of jury duty or people just being honest. You know, um, one one juror actually was like, "I'm a fan." So I don't know if I can be unbiased. That's definitely a bias. Yeah. Right. That's definitely bias. Right. So, um, yeah. I don't look too much into it. It looked like she may win. I know she was asking for like what, like was it like ten million? Like she was asking for like a, something in the millions. It's three hundred million that she's suing for. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she'll get all that, but I think she may win something. She, I feel like she's definitely gonna win something. Um, they itemized how much each person in particular. I don't have the numbers, but they did itemize it, and um, they listed like several things. It was uh, it was like slander, uh, pain and anguish, uh, lost wages, lost potential wages, because mm-hmm. the show. The show was actually the number one show on E at the time. So there Where, was huh? the Kardashian show or Robin? Robin China. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And that, and it was around the time when, because uh, you know, the Kardashians for some years was on the decline in, mm-hmm. in numbers, but they still had heavy influence on that network because they pretty much built that network. Yeah, so, they did. Yeah. So, um, Whatever they say, go. And I remember back when the show did get canceled, they said the Kardashians canceled that show. Yeah, so, I remember that's one of uh, like China's claim that Kris Jenner is the reason why it got canceled. Right, right. So for them to have canceled the show, and then they tried to offer her like a hundred thousand uh, dollars cancellation clause or some stuff like that. It was something stupid, but she was getting paid like. 92,000 an episode. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just on season one. So I'm sure she would have got an increase on season two. You know what I mean? So. This is all Kylie's fault. If she just wish kept her hands to herself and left yeah. Kylie alone. Yes. It's all her fault. All it is. All it is. Yeah. All it is is Kylie's fault. All it Definitely. is. Definitely. You know? And because this, this, this is the whole. In a nutshell, the background. Black China was best friends with Kim Kardashian. And she was engaged to Tyga. They had their own little family. Everybody was cool. Tyga and Kylie started messing around when Kylie was like, what, 16? Mm-hmm. And it was it was a secret or whatever. The next thing you know, him and Black China broke up. Next thing you know, Black China's not cool with the Kardashians anymore. And all this speculation is going around about him and Kylie. Of course, they didn't say it out loud until she turned 18. Right. But they going to Paris together and all this kind of stuff. Like, ain't nobody stupid. We know so, what's going so, on. Are we blaming Kylie or are we blaming Tiger? It's both of their fault. I'm, I'm saying because I don't think Kylie because okay. Kylie's family is more affected by it. Not more affected, but like affected like in the way of like, like trying to like take revenge. Like, of course, Tiger affected by they have a child together. Yeah, but it's, so it's only so affected. much. It's only so much that Black China could do to Tiger. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not saying I, 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 I'm not saying like you, we should hold Kylie and high resolves or anything. But like that's a that's a you you situation. Like that nigga knew. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, 
First of all, she's a baby. Right. He was 1,000% wrong. He was. Right. We're not taking yeah. away from him and the relationship. We're not taking away from that at all. He was 1,000% right. wrong. He was a predator. He shouldn't have messed with that little girl. However, her family knew that he shouldn't have messed with her either, and nobody stopped yeah. it. And yeah. on top of that, on top of that, nobody pulled her to the side and been like, motherfucker, are you tripping? Like, this is our friend. We don't do this to our friends. You know why? Because they do that to their friends. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They do that to their friends. They do that to their friends. Come out. Everything has come out. They do that to their friends. Yes. Their friends do that to them. Exactly. I think another person that is Chloe. I think she's ripping the karma effects from like messing with like other uh, women's men and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, she's she done that. She's huh. done that. She's done that. Cause like her and Lauren London was yeah. cool. Lauren London was in her wedding, but what did she do? She went and started messing with Trey Songz. And the first time they started messing with each other was around the time that um him and Lauren London was together. And she did that with uh, Trina and... Yeah, Trina and um, um, French Montana. Yeah. Yep, yeah. she did that with Trina and French Montana. They was cool with her. And the next thing you know, he then left Trina in Miami in a house and mm-hmm. went out to California with Chloe. Huh? Yeah. Let's not, let's, let's not fully forget that um, the real um, victim in this whole situation is Rob. Okay, I'm mean, gonna give you that on a deeper level. Like, yeah, yeah. Let, you know what I'm saying. Let's 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 not forget that. You know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, Tiger did his shit. Um, uh, Kylie did her shit. Tiger did his shit. All that you dealing with somebody who's going through depression and like already like fucked up in life because um of whatever it, the accomplishments that his daddy made. That he couldn't make. Um, he went through full depressed mode. Yeah. And the shit that was going on, China decided to drop a baby on. No, 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 no. Let's let's back up. So, um, he's a victim, but he's not a victim by China. I agree. He's not a victim. He's not a victim by China. I'm not saying he's a victim by China. I'm saying. China decided to drop a whole baby in this No, no, no. She didn't drop a whole baby in this match. No, she did not. Listen to me. Listen to me. This is my theory, but I feel like the facts support my theory. We all know that Rob was fucked up by that family. We, we, We watched it. We watched it happen, right? We all know that Black China was fucked up by that family. Again, we watched this shit happen. I feel like, this is my theory, I feel like Rob and China got together with Todd to pull this scheme together and come up with this scheme to get back at his family because that was their arch enemy at the time. At the time when they first got together, Rob was starting to look better. He was losing weight. He was getting yeah. he was getting better. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, everybody knew... Everybody on the outside was like, this is a finesse by, by Black China or whatever. But Rob was actually yeah. doing better. Then the next thing you know, they get engaged. And what trends? Angela Kardashian. The name Angela Kardashian trends. Because that's what she's going to be. You know what I'm saying? Even making making the family even more pissed off, of course. Then she gets pregnant. She's the only one that yeah. her kid is going to actually have the Kardashian name. Ain't none of them kids yeah. Kardashians. So, yeah. 
with all this being set up, I feel like Rob got lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? But this ain't Angela's fault. This ain't Black China's fault. This is the Kardashians' fault because Kardashians, the one that tried to tried to uh fuck over everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're cool. I think they tried to blackball uh Black China also the same with uh that Jordan girl. Yeah. They tried to yeah. her too. Yeah. But the thing the difference with the excuse me, the difference with the um Jordan thing, we was already hip to their game by the time mm-hmm. the Jordan situation came. So black women was like, Y'all got us fucked up. You know what okay. I'm saying? So but the whole but the whole thing with the Black China situation was like this shit she's she's running she's running the marathon on the finesse, you know? And oh, she, sure. and she had oh, and she sure. had Rob having her back on it. You know what I'm saying? Like how I'm how I'm get that's an ultimate get back right there. You know what I'm saying? And the way that they dog they brother out, mind you, yeah. mind you, Rob went all the way to Paris to be in Kim's wedding. And they started dogging him about his appearance. He got on another plane and came back to the States because of how bad they dogged him about his appearance. Them folks, they, they don't treat they don't treat Rob right at all. Then when the whole situation came with the show, because remember, he eased back from the show for some years. He eased off. And then, and then Rob and China got their show. And then when they show ended, they was pretty much like, you can come back over to the Kardashian show. And that's when mm-hmm. he started seeing him again more often on the Kardashian show. Then he started easing up again. But, but yeah, like that at the end of the day, she going to get some money out of him. Now she may not get the 300 and they've already tried to settle out of court. And she was like, no, but they, they not going to get the 300, but they going to get something. And then their whole defense is, well, he, uh, our brother was in an abusive relationship and we were trying to get him out of it. What does that have to do with canceling this show? Right. Like, it has nothing to do with canceling the show. And then y'all had y'all heavy influence on it. So at the end of the day, y'all liable. Y'all liable. Well, if they said it like that, it, it kind of seems like a admission of like guilt and like we try to do it. But like, I will say, like, China was going hard on Rob, though. <laughs> he was doing a little too much. I feel like I they did a little too, too much. But she was going hard on them. I feel like they did a little too much to each other. It was abuse. Yeah, like both of them. I don't know abuse. Was she, abuse. she was going hard on that man. She, I feel like they I'm both did. The angel. It was pure abuse. Yeah, I feel like, like, I feel like they both did. I feel, like, he did that whole revenge porn situation. Cause, and then, then that's another thing because he was suing her for, um, for abuse. But he dropped the case like a couple weeks ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, he he dropped the case and it backtracked and pussy popped and all that. So yeah, so it's like I feel like part of that is going to help her win this case too. And then like they they tried to bring up the whole. I guess there was a situation where she uh, wrapped the iPhone cord around his neck. And then come mm. and like we are we had already heard about that part, right? But then yeah. they tried to add that she put a gun to his head too. What? So Yeah, that, all those are actual factors. Yeah. What? Yeah. So um she said that she she said it what it did happen, but it was her plan. 
Now, what may support her claim is the fact that they filmed like two days later and he didn't have no marks around his neck. So that that I feel like may help her claim. Cause yeah, she did it, but but and then when we think about it, like China ain't China ain't a, a big person. Like she thick, but she's short. She's like maybe five two. Uh, compared to Rob. Rob is big in height and width. So But through the most season you can tell Rob wasn't really defending himself. So I don't see him like really defending himself. But the but if she my point is that if she really was trying to choke him with the iPhone course, he's not gonna sit there and let her do it. He's gonna stop her in some type of way, and he's gonna overpower her because he's bigger than her. She he's not gonna do that though. But the thing is, you I'm, think he's gonna I, sit I, there I and let somebody choke him? Put on this long. Uh, uh, she's gonna end up coming away with like maybe fifteen to maybe twenty two. Out of three hundred, she's gonna come with. Yeah, she's out gonna of, come out, and 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 that's fine if, if that's what she want to live with. But at the same time, I uh, I'm gonna say this like, again, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna be an advocate of this because I'm a guy, uh, like, uh, they went through a situation where. Rob was definitely getting abused, and and maybe uh maybe he did have a uh a situation where he was uh trying to orchestrate this shit to like get back at his family, but that shit doubled back on him, mm-hmm. and it became just abusive. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I, 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 feel like I he really got do believe up. that. Like, everything that y'all saying, it makes it, it makes real sense. But I, I still do believe that, like, and, and at, at one point, it became way uncontrollable for him, and he started becoming, he started being the abuse. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like they did things to each other, though. I feel like they, they did things to each other. Nah, he, he could, uh, he, he could only do things, um, that would, uh, make her, uh, I guess, what's the word I'm looking he could only do things that can make her retaliate. Retaliation is not abuse. She started abusing. So you feel like he was simply retaliating? Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm not for sure. I yeah, can't say that yeah. what's going on, but... Mm-hmm. How how it looked for me because I'm just the the nigga on the outside looking yeah, in yeah. that never seen a fucking uh reality show that uh this only hearing people uh say hearsay. Yeah, I yeah. I know throughout the show, I feel like they both are toxic. So like, yeah. Uh, he was more so like after a while, like the crybaby, like I need attention, like give mm-hmm. me attention, and then she would like she knows so many people in the industry, and so he would get mad about that so then I felt like that would trigger her to a little bit and then she would go off the fucking rails. Yeah. So I think they're both they're both toxic. They both have their face. Right, right. He's, he's, he's very insecure. Like but I do I don't think it was a scam, but I do think they came together with a goal in mind of like let's fuck over the same people. Yeah, and he ended up getting fucked over more than everybody. 
Yeah, but he did some fucking over too. Like when she tried to actually leave him, he put the shit on live. I don't know if y'all remember because he yeah. went through the house talking about how she left him. Like, like he was on this whole yes. woe is me. The house was empty. Oh, yeah. And, and, and again, yeah, yes. but I remember, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Okay, I just know what I've heard from social media. I, I don't, I didn't watch that shit. Yeah, so but this was this was online. Anything. This was online, and you probably remember this part because sweet, <laughs> sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce trended when this shit happened because he was going through the house and he was showing the rooms like she burnt out on him, and he was like, hey, "Man, she took my barbecue sauce, my sweet baby." Oh, Ray. you talking about the date? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if he was like dropping somebody off, but when, uh, when he came back, she was gone. Yes, yes, that's when she I left for good. That. Yes, I, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, um, because uh, uh, not immediately after that, but like um, after that, um, the bed that he had his room, uh, it was a nigga in a robe. That like, was at her house. Was like his bed. Yeah, that was at her house. That they was already done at that point. Yeah, yeah, like, but this was still this nigga's bed. Yeah, yeah, because she burnt, like, she took everything. This bed. Yeah, when he went through that house, that house looked like he literally just got the keys earlier that day. Like, that house was empty, and he did not, he, he claimed he did not know that she was going to do it. But I feel like you know you coming to an end. But... I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't know when a motherfucker gonna go that extreme. You know when it's coming to an end, but you think y'all gonna have a conversation. You don't yeah. expect to come home to nothing. Right, right. Like I don't feel like he knew it was gonna be that extreme, but he he had an inkling that the shit was gonna happen. <laughs> I think so. The back, the back and forth, and a lot of stuff she was doing. All he did was kept taking her back. Yeah. So it was probably one thing she kept saying, "I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave." He like, "Oh, okay, baby." Right, right, right. Right, but yeah, that sweet baby raised, that trended, and that <laughs> shit was hilarious. Because he was mad over that sweet baby raised. <laughs> <laughs> he was mad, honey. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so you had that situation. Then you also have the revenge porn situation where I, I guess apparently part of their going back and forth was her <laughs> sending that picture of the dude in his robe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but she but he released everything. Like he released their text message text me, text message thread, which had like inappropriate photos and all kinds of stuff in it. And he released it to the world. And then like when he did that, you know, people was commenting on it. And TI had said something about that's not cool, you don't need to do that, blah blah blah. And then he aired TI out. And was like, okay, you talking to me, but you and your wife paid her to have sex with y'all. And it was like, ooh. So, yeah, that was his, ooh. that was T.I.'s one and only time commenting on that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, at the same time, like, like, ooh, I couldn't have been T.I. Because I'd have been like, nigga, at the same time, I still didn't say nothing. Bitch ass nigga, you said something. Mm-hmm. Yes, I paid that bitch to have sex with me and my, my wife. No, I didn't tell everybody. You did. Yeah. So, yeah, I can admit to it. Yeah. Like, the yeah. thing is, like, some shit should be quiet. I, I tell it's one thing I ain't never did, and I promise to Jehovah, 
I've never blasted a bitch uh 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 picture out that she has ever sent me. I've never sent a video to any of my niggas uh with a bitch doing anything to me, and I ain't never exploited a bitch because she didn't fuck me no more because of the video she sent. All those shits is weird niggas uh 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 psyches, man, like yeah. Cause that ain't gonna change like in my mind that's not gonna change a nigga from not fucking her. So why would you put it out there? Like you putting it out there like a motherfucker gonna be like, ooh, she toxic. Nah. What you doing is making a nigga say, a nigga like me especially, I'm gonna be like, oh well shit, she would the shit. Yeah. So like I never understood that, like so every time I see niggas do that shit, I always feel like you know you shooting his own self in the foot because not only is she not going to fuck you no more, you not even going to get no titty pics. I wouldn't make care about that. Yes, we yeah. do. I think it's just like on to the next one. Like you have another No. Nah, we respect. Listen, we respect the people that we with. Now, there's a difference of um, maybe you don't fuck with this hoe. Okay. And so, you, you know what I'm saying? You send the pics. But you only send a picture of your niggas. Your niggas don't send them nowhere. They you know what I'm saying. They just in there like this, that bitch shit. But we don't never blast nobody out completely because you don't never, excuse me, you don't never want a situation where you blast somebody out and this motherfucker mean the world to you. Don't be showing your friends the pictures is. The girl you care about, you don't show your friends. Okay, that's so what you mean. Show your friends. Yeah. But like, yeah, like if you got titties in your if you got titties in your fucking gallery from two three years ago, you know you ain't never fucking this bitch no more. Yeah, that that them titties went everywhere. Same way with dicks. If you got dicks in your gallery that you got from two three years ago, you don't give a fuck about sharing those dicks. We don't we don't give a fuck about sharing those titties. Yeah, but I feel like Rob should have gave a fuck because. That was his baby mom. Yeah. Yeah. But he he didn't give a fuck to where he let the world see. And it was just like, uh, I don't know what we're and supposed again, to do. And again, like I said, that's 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 the problem. You yeah. don't do that about motherfucker that you give a fuck about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because you can be mad at, I can be mad at a, a billion motherfucking bitches. I never post any, any real shit that I ever did with. I would yeah. never post that shit. Yeah. That shit is just hard to. Now, if she decides to post some shit, then, oh, yeah, that's free game. Yeah, I just think, like, all that posting and shit, that's just whack and lame. Yeah, like, that's, that's irrelevant. I'm not... Yeah. Nobody's got time for that. But at the end of the day, you got to realize, at one point, y'all thought what y'all had was special. Mm-hmm. So why ruin that? Right. Right, right. And then you do it for what? Like, what's the point? So, and you just showing how butt hurt you are for posting this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's it. So, yeah. There's no point in doing it. It's like, because it's not like um, the motherfucker gonna go double back and start fucking you again. Hmm. Like, so what's the point? Right. Right. So, another part. If if, if I'm single, I'm only showing bitches dick that I want to fuck. Yeah. Right, because why would you show it to somebody you don't want to Exactly. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, y'all y'all showing this shit to motherfuckers that y'all not never going to be in contact with. 
Yeah. What's the point? Right. Right. So another part that got brought up um on the uh on the trial is these emails because they sent a whole lot of emails amongst one another and to the people at E and all this kind of stuff to get the show canceled. So that's part of the receipt that they're dropping. Um one of the things that was said in the emails was from Chris Jenner. She called her ghetto and she called and they said, she said, drop the bitch or ditch the bitch. I think she said ditch the bitch. And um, she called her uneducated and ghetto. She so, like white lady huh? That sounds like something a white lady would say. Cause right. Jenner, that sounds like something a white lady would say. Yeah. Lady would say. That's, that's exactly what she said. Instead oh, of yeah. saying, get this nigger off my fucking show. That's my point. That's my point. So <laughs> I feel some type of way when I hear white people say ghetto because I feel like that's a that's dog that. whistle. Yeah. You know, and I feel like you're trying to be funny, playing in my face, because you really want to say nigger, but you're yeah, calling they hide behind words and you know, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I say uh I, I uh she she's gonna get some money because y'all hide behind words, man. Y'all know what y'all want to say. Mm-hmm. And y'all know it was just uh discriminatory. Right, right. Like, what y'all did was uh, discriminatory. Right. I bet you when they bring that up to her, I guarantee you she gonna say, "But my grandchildren are black." Right, like, of course. You, my you, my boyfriend black. is black. My grandchildren are I black. Don't talk about that. Not, you know how many motherfuckers got their fucking face beat in because they said some dumb shit like, "My grandkids are black." Right. Oh, I'm still beating the dog shit out of you because you called me the porch monkey while driving off, you bitch ass nigga. Right. <laughs> but this is but this goes to further prove the point that you can fuck a black dick and still not like black people. Like that those two things are two separate things that can still coexist. But I've been telling people this shit for years and and uh when I say this, disclaimer I don't knock anybody in interracial relationships. I got family in interracial relationships that completely love each other and are doing great and shout out to them. But I will say this. Um, sometimes, because we're so warped into uh, this uh, Western colonization of what a family structure is, sometimes it's a black man and a black woman living in a structure where they had children with a white woman or a black man where they're under siege, they're steadily getting compromised and talked about, and they're warping their children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we we really have to be aware of that. And the Cardassians is one of those people that we see in the upfront that are having children by black men, but are uh, totally excluding them from the black experience. Mm-hmm. Right. It ain't got because the black experience is poverty, poor, rich, and wealthy. Th- these are the categories that uh, black uh, black people have been through. Rich, I mean, excuse me, uh, um, poor. Uh, I said this. I don't even want to say it again. At this point, I'm trying to make a point. Uh, what I'm saying is. It is so many uh, facets of what black is 
and they're excluding their children from it. Okay, I'll take you back on that. I think they aren't excluding from the black experience. I think they're excluding them from the real black experience versus like what they've made up as a black experience because for some reason we've let the Kardashians cultivate what the what black culture is for so long. And so I I think they're gonna give their kids black culture, but not what it's like to be like a black person. So I think they're gonna give them black culture. It's just not the actual experience of being black. I don't think they ever will know the effects of like what it is to be black. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're not gonna know what it is to be black because they don't know what it is to be black. And, but they will have black culture. They'll definitely have that in their pocket, and they they'll can have run with it. They'll, they'll have, have what they've leached. They they'll have what they leached, and what they um exactly yeah, and what they feel is black culture, and mm-hmm. what they feel is black culture, and what is black culture is two totally different things. Two different things. Yeah. They, it's like yeah. um they are um these kids like Kanye's kids, for instance. And Kanye's and, been talking out about it. Not to yeah. cut you off. Kanye's been talking out about it, but nobody nobody listens to him because they think he's crazy. Exactly. So, um, but like, like in that song Easy, he talks about that um these rich ass kids and like y'all gonna go in there and eat Roman noodles, like <laughs> he he talk he talks about like this whole co parenting thing with with him. So. Listen, my thing is, you know, because hold on, you you said you, you don't feel bad for white women. Who like that? I don't feel bad for black men who like look at white women and like then actually decide to co-parent and be like, um, and then they find out like, oh wow, the white person doesn't like like or like want to introduce the black culture. Like I, I don't feel bad for black men. Who do that. And you shouldn't. But um, what you should feel bad for is those black children. Well, duh. Oh, um, duh. Because um, um, uh, it's, uh, speaking of Kanye's kids, Kanye's kids have a warped reality that even though Kanye is going through whatever he's going through and, and the issues that Kanye is going through as uh, not only a man with uh, mental issues, a black man, because I, I always want to emphasize that because it's one thing about uh, being a white man with the issues he has. It's a whole different thing with being a black man with the issues that he has. The the mental issues. Mm-hmm. Um, his children are only going to see the bad part of Kanye on public stage. Mm-hmm. They can have all the memories and the good times of what Kanye is, but the only thing they're going to display to us is the problem, right? And it's it, it's it's messed up because people are going to start basing their opinions on these black children, um, um, saying they're living a black experience because their their daddy has problems instead of their daddy being a billionaire. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a and when I say it, and I, it always sounds funny to uh, to my white friends. I'm not even gonna lie, because I've I've said this before um, to a couple of my white friends. Um, they're trying to base it off of Kanye being a billionaire. What it is is Kanye being a black man who is absent from his kids and just happens 
to be a billion. You know, he has all the means to make sure that, you know, his kids understand and, and um, can experience the black experience. But he's pigeonholed because of his illness and because of the people he have in structure around him, including his fucking baby mom. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. so we, we, we have to, we, we got to look at it uh, how it is, man. Like, it doesn't matter how much money we get. It doesn't matter how far we uh, climb. We're still going to be pigeonholed mm -hmm. because we're black. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter how much money we have. Kanye talked about that too, and all falls down. Yeah, yeah. we're still gonna be pigeonheld, and 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 our kids are still gonna be um, neglected on uh, on a certain level because of who they think we are. Yeah, yeah, and that that's the unfortunate thing. And it's like it's just it's just unfortunate. But I mean, it is it is putting light on a lot of things you know but it's unfortunate because it's a bunch of kids that are involved in this um going back to the case i i still feel even with this revelation even with her admission i still feel that she's gonna win so i think so yeah she's gonna yeah. get some money i think so yeah yeah i think she's gonna get some money at, at the end of the day it's um um, for how the law's been working, it really goes down to like bullying and harassment. Yeah. Um, yeah, and regardless she, on whatever idea or thought that you had to do it, you did it. You did it, and that's what yeah, that's yeah. what we're here for. Not for why you did it. We're here for you did it. Yeah. You know, you stopped that girl bag. Period. Which they have done in the past to other people or have tried to do in the past to other people. So yeah, this will be one win. You know? Because I I mean, I don't, I don't care for either or black China or the Kardashians, but for the less of the two evil, for sure. Um a black woman versus the Kardashians, going with a black woman. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm betting on everything black. Well, I'm oh, yeah. rooting I'm rooting for everything black, you know. And then they just they just wrong. Like the shit is just wrong. Like you can you can have your opinions yeah. on Black China on what what she's done, hasn't done, whatever. Yeah. But the fact yeah. still remains yeah. in this particular case, she she got done dirty, so Yeah. And then they tried to bring up the whole fact of um uh, well they were broken up. Well, there's been other reality shows where people have broken up. Case in point, the game and his fiance when they did their reality show Mary in the game by the end of season one they was broken up season two yeah season two was them co-parenting living in two separate houses and remember the whole basis of the show was showing the, the process of them getting married uh -huh. and then I was watching this other show where they brought up um, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson when they had their reality show they said at the end oh, of their reality yeah. show, they had already broken up, and they were on camera talking about how they did not want to do this no more, and they could not wait. So they got done with the show, so they wouldn't have to be around each other no more. So there, so you can still continue on with a reality show if you are not together. Like it, right. it has happened, it has been successful. 
So, yeah. Is that, yeah. Yes. I, 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 you know, it, everybody knows my um, disdain for Black China. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna be in this motherfucker trying to act like I'm an advocate for Black China. I, I have a deep disdain for her, um, but I've already said that, and so I'm not gonna dwell on that. Still, at the end of the day, um, legally wise, she was harassed out of the show, and she deserves to get money for that. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Period. Point blank. All right, so and that's that. That's that. <laughs> Don't matter if she was a succubus ass bitch. <laughs> you just had to throw that in there. I was trying to move on without you doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, but. <laughs> Whoever being a succubus bitch is on the stand right now. I'm, I'm still, and that's what it is. She ran into some uh, a succubus she couldn't fuck up. Yeah. I think they all met that match with China. I think they have. Because she, she's the one that's willing to go toe-to-toe with them. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah, with the receipts in here. Yeah. Scammer being another scammer. Man, she, yeah. This is the ultimate finesse, so, yeah. I mean, she, she's been a uh, scammer since the trenches. You got, you got to think. Her mama was a scammer. And the and 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 what you know the strip game. So she learned her scamming from the core. So she knows how to get you at the bottom of it. Chris Drew was scamming too. Yeah. Yeah, but that's 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 money. That's money talking. You know, that China is a person who learned how to scam broke. Yeah, scamming is scamming. But but broke scamming. It's a whole different uh, ordeal. She know how to broke skin. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Case uh, point, she knew how to um, broke skin a whole baby out of two niggas. Yeah. Like we we would have to and do a whole deep dive. We would have to do a, a whole day, deep dive. The other she got two days. Like what no, 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 no. Time out. Time out. Time out. Dream, they alternate weeks. Yeah, they told a half truth with that. They alternate weeks with Dream. So I I don't know what they do with King. Yeah, but her and Rob alternate weeks. So yeah, that was a half truth. But again, though, it's two days out of the fucking week. Huh? So the other Tiger's kid is two days out of the week. Far as we know, because ain't nobody came out and said otherwise. But I know the um, dream is they alternate weeks with dream. So, so yeah. Uh, Again, we 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 not saying the truth. Yeah. They alternate weeks with dream. The other kid, two days out of the week, half the time out of them days. I'm not even taking. Like I told you, I'm not bringing my kid to you on Sunday. Yeah. And fuck you on Monday because <laughs> my kid got school to go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah. Like, let's just call this spade a spade, man. She still deserves money because of the, the ordeal she went through. Mm-hmm. But 
the situation about her being a piece of shit. She's a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, that's a we gotta move on, like, cause that's a whole different story. <laughs> That's a whole different. That's a whole different story. So, um, but There's yeah. No disrespect to you, yeah. Black China, if you ever got on this show. In my opinion, I just feel like that's a piece of shit move because if a man had did that shit, we would be ridiculing the shit out of that dude. So, but that's the problem. That's the problem that like some fathers. That's their. That's their agreement. They have the kid on the weekend. Nobody says booted it. They actually. They actually praise that because you're getting your kid every weekend. You know what I'm saying? But when the tables are reversed, like China got to be a piece of shit. If anybody, excuse me, if LeBron James only had his sons for Sunday and Monday, I tell motherfuckers, why y'all sucking LeBron James' dick, man? Like, why are y'all doing it? Cause that's some weak ass shit. Like your kid got to know a lot about you. Your kid got to know a lot about growing up. Your kid just can't. And I, I, cause I'm a single parent uh, adult. I grew up with a single parent, so it is just nowhere in the world that I'ma condone a motherfucker that has every right to be there but chooses not to. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that's that's the double standard that we live in. Like, parents get, like, male um, fathers get all the respect and accolades because they have their kid every weekend. But when the tables are reversed, we're looking at the mom, like, what, what what's wrong with you? You know? Where it could just simply be the tables are reversed in this situation. But we look at the mom like they don't give a fuck about their kids or something's wrong with them because, like, the, I guess the last resort is to give the kid to the dad full time, where that could and just very well I, be I, the I situation. I what you're saying, Lindsay, yeah. because sometimes that is a double-edged sword. But what you fail to realize is, and one thing that I do know for a fact, for a man, if you have weekend visitation, that means you got Friday to six at six o'clock on Friday to Sunday at six o'clock to pick up your kids and and have and, and have your kids. She don't even got that. She got Sunday, whatever the fuck time is, on Sunday to Monday, whatever the fuck time that is. So say we doing the same thing. That the government does to black men. Say she has Sunday, six in the evening, to Monday, six in the evening. Do you think I'm dropping my motherfucking son off or my daughter off to you? Yeah, I mean Fuck I get no. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying just for twelve hours. Like I get it. Or twenty four hours or whatever the case. Like I totally understand what you're saying that you wouldn't even waste your time doing it. Yeah, I'm not doing that. But folks be like legit. I saw this video of this guy. He told his baby mama he had COVID. That lady came and dropped them kids off, pushed them through the window in a in a bedroom to drop them kids off. Like, 
she was not playing no games. You still going to take care of these kids. And they was just there like, hi, daddy. Like, so it's that's just a bitch that want a that 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 want a dick appointment that told you he don't want them kids around. Yeah, because ain't nobody doing that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought that was pretty extreme. Cause like, what if he legit did have COVID? But I can see somebody also lying to get out of a weekend and be like, oh, I got COVID. So yeah, so I mean, like, I can see both ends, but. I get it, but before COVID, I wouldn't be doing that shit. Yeah. I guess baby was born before COVID. You think I'd be trying to drop my kid off at 6 p.m. on a Sunday? Man, come on, man. My kid get eating dinner, about to go to bed, man. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. I totally get it, but, you know, that's what that's what it is. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that that's that. Um, do we want to? Because that Johnny Depp is gonna be long. So I feel like feel like we need to go on ahead and table that for next week. Because that that's probably gonna be longer than this Black China. So um, let's just go on ahead and move on to uh the top five Outcast songs. Um, you want to go first? Oh, man. You want to... Okay, listen. This is just... This is just a pre-list. Okay, so... I'll do my, my top five, and then I'll do... Um, a couple hundred mentions, I'll let you go to your shit, and then I will, like, jump on a bunch of songs that should be on this, but we only got five. Okay. All right. Uh, shit. So, the first song I'm going to say is Rosa Parks. Okay. Um, the second song I'm going to say is So Fresh, So Clean. Third song I'm going to say, um... H.E. Elliott. Um, the fourth song I'm going to say, Elevators. Um, the fifth song, I'm going to say, Bombs Over Baghdad. Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm trying to get them. I'm, I'm trying to say this as fast as I can, so I won't get into um, why I like them. Okay. Um, my honorable mention is called a law. What was that? Um, on? And uh, I, I put Quimini. Okay. Uh, and my second honorable mention, I didn't even put it on here, but I'm gonna say this because I just think it was hard because this gave us the entryway to Killer Mike. Snapping and traveling. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let's see. <clears throat> okay. So these are my honorable mentions. Oh. Get up and get out. 
Of um, course, Outkast fucking feature. Huh? Outkast feature. I got you. No, that's not an Outkast feature. Get up, get out, and get some. That's, that's on... Goody Mob featuring Outkast, no, right? No, no, no. That is Outkast featuring Goody Mob. That's on their first album. Okay. Yeah. Um, Bombs Over Baghdad. And Happy Valentine's Day. So Happy Valentine's Day is fucking legitimate. Okay, like that that motherfucker go. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> so this is my day the fourteenth. Right. <laughs> so these are my top five. Um elevators. Uh, gangsta shit. Oh, that's all. Yeah. I got that rolled down too. Yeah. Um, we love these hoes. That is one. That's another one of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, spotty oddy, spotty oppy I'm sure yep. I just butchered that, but. And then my all-time favorite is screw it on the Barbie. because I, I had to realize like when you gave me this topic and I'm going to tell everybody right now so you know I ain't bullshit um, I always knew I was an outcast fan I did not know I stand for outcast like I do um, there's so many outcast songs that I know word for word mm-hmm. that it was it, it, my top five was strictly because um, billboard hits because I couldn't, I I I just couldn't think of this a regular top five that are in mind because, like, uh, honorable mention is Jazzy Bell, Two Dope Boys in the Cadillac, yeah. um, uh, 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 In Your Dreams, PJ and Rooster, Prototype, um, uh, the Art of Storytelling. Mm. Players anthem. Uh, mm-hmm. I called before I call, uh, come. Yes. Explosion. Be real and outcast is so fucking hard. I don't think I know that one. Oh man, you gotta do it. Humble mumble. Yes. Oh my god, humble mumble. I was looking at that and I was just like, <sighs> I'm gonna go ahead and leave it off. <laughs> that was hard. The I should have put that down. World. Yeah. Yes. The whole Idlewell Blues, the yeah. train, uh, the way you move, yeah, Morris Brown, yeah. It's it's so many. Cl- I have so many classics on here. Yeah. It, it it um like I realized I I was a complete fucking fan of Outkast when you gave me the top five. I'm like shit. I can't name. Just five. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard. That's why I was like, I gotta sit with this. So we're gonna postpone this. <laughs> like this, that ain't fair for me to just do that one off the fly. Um, and it's so crazy because, like, I mean, of course, everybody was Outcast fans, but I didn't really get real 
into my fandom with them until Stankonia. Like, Stankonia did it for me. And it's so crazy because I have an outcast tattoo. And it came from... Shit. It came from the actual CD of AT Aliens. Like, the actual CD. So, actually, let me pull it up. I'm not going to pull up my tattoo, but I'll pull up the picture it came from. So, hold on. Let me let me find it. I don't think I was... Um, from what I know, I was a full Outkast fan at the, uh, with, with Equimini. With Equimini? Equimini, I knew I was there. Yeah. Okay, you see it? No. You can't see it? Nah. Uh, oh. oh, there you go. Okay, here you go. I think I'm going Okay, here you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of lagging. I'm doing a bit too much on this computer. But you see it? Yeah. Yep, so I have that tattoo. Well, I have part of it. Well, I added to it. But yeah. But yeah. I, so I'm a fan. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really get into that with them until Stangonia. So, because Stank, and then this is the crazy part about Stankonia is that when Stankonia came out, is when I was driving. And my car had beat in it. So I used to, like, the gangster shit song, the We Love These Hoes song, that that hits to me personally because I used to play them songs at the highest level of volume I had. And they used to knock so hard. So hard. So, yeah. They were so ahead of their time. Yeah. From these fake eyes to these fake nails to this fake hair. Yeah, and then that 
the spotty out of up delicious. That just, that mug is just, it's so hard. They don't even rap on that mug. Spotty, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Hey, that is hard. Yeah. Everything about that shit is dope. Yeah. You know, because I, I get on my, I fully embrace, like, I think I said this in, in um on this podcast before. I fully embrace um Big Boy becoming the lyricist that uh he became. At the same time, I love the uh, artistry that Andre 3000 came out with mm-hmm. because, like, Dracula's Wedding, Spread, uh, Roses, um, like, all these, uh, uh, Pretty Pink. Yeah. We talked about that song before on here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. Aubrey, like, he, man, he, he set himself apart for years. Like, it's one thing to, like, make an album that uh, people, like, enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to make an album that people really feel like they can't fuck with. Yeah. And they, like, they made, made albums. an album that people really feel like they can't fuck with. Right. They don't want to sample a song from it or do anything. They, they they scared to fuck with it. That's right. how good it was. Right, right. Because they've made albums plural like that. Like you really can't, you really can't fuck with that. You fuck with a lot of they, a lot of they stuff. You know, and you're gonna get clowned up out the room if you try. Yeah. Like it gotta be somebody that's solidified, been solidified for some years, had a cosign and a feature from Outcast themselves for you to to try to sample that shit. Like for it to be accepted. You know what I'm saying? Like there's like there's no way. There's yeah, no way. Just, it, it, I, I just I I I be looking at it like damn like I never knew I was this hard of a fan. Right. Because I felt like we didn't put them on that big of a pedestal like we should have when they were active. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were there and we liked them. We sung along with their shit, but we did not we did not appreciate them like we should have. We didn't. Re- it's like something like we didn't realize what we had until they no longer was active. Right. You know, because I remember yeah, like, living, I remember living in the world of Outkast putting out new albums and stuff. And and I'm sure they was the kings of Atlanta, but we're in the Midwest, so they we loved them here. Don't get me wrong, we definitely loved them here, but I think, like, the Midwest probably gravitated to other things. Not that I think I know. We gravitated to other things. Because we, we're West Coast heavy here. Yeah. So, um, like, we like we like the South for their 808s, especially when you got beat. You know, but to actually, like, realize what they were talking about and stuff like that, I don't think we really stand for them. Like yeah, that. yeah, we we definitely um, are doing them a great disservice. Because I was even thinking about like a 
two of my honorable mentions is like um, Cool Breeze, Watch for the Hook. Oh. And like Slim Got Home, It's Okay. These are like tracks that Alkai's destroyed. Right. Right. And then like that one song they did with Mystical for that soundtrack. That was good too. I mean, I forgot about that. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we get the when we get to getting into them features, that's a whole different beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. yeah. Right. So yeah, so that that's Alcas. I we I feel like we need to talk more about them. Um, just like a, a, a appreciation episode, perhaps. But um, Jazz, did you have any favorite Alcas songs? Um. Um. Of course, um, bombs took her back then. Um. That song, um, <laughs> that Roses song. Oh, Rosa Parks. <laughs> no, Roses with the Roses. Oh, like, Roses. Really like, yeah, Roses really smell like boo. Ooh, I like ooh. this song. <laughs> I feel like I'm just a couple other ones. Yeah. I feel like I'm just a couple, probably a couple ones from that set, but yeah, not too much. Him though, been listening to him all day, rapping all the songs. Yeah. The whole concert over here. Yeah. Yeah. I know songs. <laughs> I know songs. Right. I know songs. Right. Al Al-Gas is dope, you know. Yeah. I just feel like like we should we should definitely do like a appreciation show. An Alcast appreciation show. Oh yeah. So all right. So now the fucked up song <laughs> of the week. So the fucked up song of the week is coming to us from the far side. Um yeah. And it's called Passing Me By. Now this song is a song that came out in 1992. Um now prior to me sending sending you the topics or whatever, um had you ever heard of this song? Before. Okay. Were you a fan? Yes. Okay. I'm yeah. up with the far side. Okay. Yeah. I like them. Um I used to I used to watch this video often back then. Uh so yeah. So because of YouTube restrictions, we are no longer able to play the song play the songs um on the video so yeah so what we're going to do is we're going to play the audio for the audio portion and we'll just mute the uh right the video so just one moment i'll do i'll do this
I'm sorry. I'm watching. Um, before mm-hmm. we get on this uh, shit, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm watching uh, Real Housewives of uh, New Jersey. And so I gotta ask Jasmine yeah. a question. Is That's this, my show. Is this lady right here who just got and like? Is she like a full lesbian? Is she just lying? Yeah, because I'm like, man, this, she is full. I'm going to suck a puss. Wait, like her, who? Wait, her hands are bigger than mine. Like, wait, which wait. which which housewives are you watching? New Jersey, the sister Rosie, the lesbian sister. Oh, Rosie, yes, um, Rosie. Yeah, I'm oh, okay. Rosie, but they had her in full makeup. I'm just now watching this, so I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, are I'm you like, watching? A, are you that's from seasons ago. Rosie ain't been on there. She said Rosie ain't been on there yet. I'm just, I'm, oh, I'm. Oh, y'all are. Just now watching the show. I'm just like shit. I'm like. So did y'all start like, from the, the beginning? Like, <laughs> did y'all start from what? <laughs> what was going on with the Bobby Brown shit? Like, what the fuck was that? No, I was just doing that because it, it looked like I was talking sideways. So I'm like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, be full Rocky Balboa, man. <laughs> no, um. So did y'all start from the beginning? I don't know where she started from. I just know I'm looking at it now. Like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, she said she started from the beginning. She on season six. Oh, okay. Well, if you have any questions, let me know because oh, this is. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah, that's my favorite one out of all of them, even over Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, we have to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's real good. Okay, so I'm about to um play this song, so we'll the video will have a minute of silence. Got it. Oh, <laughs> 
knowing the lyrics, and I'm going to go off the cuff of how she says the lyrics, and we're going to know about that that, that way. Okay. All right. So, verse one. Um, now, in my younger days, I used to sport a shag. Uh, when I went to school, I carried a lunch. I carried lunch in my bag with an apple for my teacher because I knew I'd get a kiss. Always got mad when the class was dismissed. But when it was in session, I always had a question. I would raise my hand to make her stagger to my desk and help me with my problem. It was never much. Just a trick to smell the scent and try to sneak a touch. Oh, how I wish I could hold her hand and give her a hug. She was married to the man. He was a thug. His name was Lee. He drove a Z. He picked her up from school promptly at 3 o'clock. I was on her jock. Yes, indeed, Lee. I wrote graffiti on the bus. First, I write her name, then carve a plus. <laughs> with, my last, with my name last on the looking glass, I seen her yesterday, but still, I had to let her pass. And then, of course, she keeps on passing me by. So, um. She keeps on passing me by. Passing me by. She keeps on passing me by. (laughs) So, verse two. Um. When I dream of fairy tales, I think of me and Shelly. See, she's my type of hype, and I can't stand when brothers tell me that I should quit chasing and look for something better, but the smile that she shows makes me a go-getter. I haven't gone as far as asking if I could get with her. I just play it by ear and hope she gets the picture. I'm shooting for her heart, got my finger on the trigger. She could be my bride, and I could be her nigga. (laughs) But all I do... But all I can do was stare. Back as kids, we used to kiss when we played truth or dare. Now she's more sophisticated, highly edumacated. Um, Not at all overrated. I think I need a prayer. I get, or to get in her book, and it looks rather dry. I guess a twinkle in her eye is just a twinkle in her eye. Although she's crazy stepping, I'll try to stop her stride because I won't have no more of this passing me by. Then verse three. Time for me to voice my opinion. Can't be pretending she didn't have me. Sprung like a chicken, chasing my tail like a doggy. She was kind of like a star thinking I was like a fan. Damn, she looked good. Downside, she had a man. He was a Rudy Tootie nymphomp. He was a Rudy to a nymphomp. <laughs> she told me soon your little birdie's gonna fly the coop. She was a flake like corn, and I was born not to understand. By letting her pass, I had proved to be a better man. And then the chorus again. Then verse four. Now there she goes again, the dopest Ethiopian. And now the world around me begins moving in. Slow motion when, ever she happens to pass by, when does that apple 
of my eye overlook and disregard my feelings no matter how much I try. Wait, no. I did not really pursue my little princess with persistence. And I was a low-key, I was so low-key that she was unaware of my existence. From a distance, I desired her, secretly admired her, wired her a letter to get her, and it went, my dear, my dear, my dear, you do not know me, but I know you very well. And now let me tell you that. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where I know you very well. Now let me tell you about the feelings I have for you. When I try when I try or make some sort of attempt, I simp. Damn, I wish I wasn't such a wimp. Cause then I will let you know that I love you so. And if I was your man, then I would be true. The only lying I would do is in the bed with you. Then I sign, sincerely the one who loves you dearly, P.S. Love me tender. The letter came back three days later. Return to sender. Damn. Then the chorus. She keeps on passing me by. Passing me by. She keeps on passing me by. All right. So what do you think of passing me by by the far side? It's so much of a fucked up song because, like, listen, we've never heard a love letter to a teacher so tough before. Facts. You know, a lot of people um don't realize. Um, um, I realized that shit a long time ago, but a lot of people don't realize that this song is dedicated to a, a crush, a teacher crush. They have you listen to the lyrics. That's a teacher that they're talking to. Yeah. I thought they were just talking to the teacher in the first verse. And the whole song is about a teacher. Oh, shit. Okay. Because if you think about it, they were children and they were saying, you got this grown man. Yeah. Like, yeah, this this, this, this what it was. It was it was kids trying to express their love for a fucking school teacher crush. <laughs> That's what makes the song authentic to me. Yeah. And that was like their biggest hit. And they wrote it so so beautifully. It sounds like a one big old poem that I just read. Yeah. You know? That's what I was, like, kind of shocked on. Because, of course, I've been knowing the song since 92, but... Excuse me. But um, I never sat down and read the lyrics until just now. And I'm like, this really does sound like a, a one big old poem. Right. Yeah. What's so crazy is... Just imagine, especially in they um and and, and their uh, school system, these niggas like seventeen, eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that intern or, or not that intern, but that substitute teacher ain't nothing but twenty three, twenty four. Right. So they waited a couple more months. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, they were putting pound game on teachers back then, like. <laughs> The thing that's crazy is we watched that shit go the total opposite living in the uh, the Midwest. Mm-hmm. You know, we watched we watched um, you know um, teachers uh, become uh, predators and pedophiles, right? And go to jail behind that shit. Yeah, and go to jail behind that shit. But 
I mean, if you keep it realistic, like even back then, like how they the programs was, um, you could be going to school to be an architect and like um, be a substitute teacher for two years and automatically uh, boost your degree up. Mm-hmm. Or you got these 23, 24-year-old women um, around these 17, 18-year-old dudes that were kicking games like this. Right. Like, you gotta, I mean, you gotta respect the far side for like um, keeping it respectable how they did, because they could have talked about how they wanted to fuck the school teacher. Yeah. But they did. They just kept it real respectable. Yeah, and they were in love, so it wasn't just them trying to fuck. No, he was in love. They wasn't in love. He was. He was. Or they were. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They were. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I mean, it could it could have went there. It could have definitely went there, um, and it probably did. Yeah, maybe the rough draft did. And they was like, eh, I have to pull back a little bit. Yeah, we ain't gonna tell how we plugged the shit out of this twenty three year old lady. <laughs> right, and she was with it, but she was with that shit. I mean, she was tired of it. You gotta think from seventeen, eighteen, twenty four, twenty five. All those niggas was living the same life. They they probably knew the bitch ass nigga she was fucking with. Probably, probably, probably from the same neighborhood. Everything. Uh, right. Yeah. They knew they could fuck down on this lady. Yeah. And so they just wrote a song about it. Right. Like the hit, here you go. <laughs> and it and it was beautiful. Yeah. Like, it was a fucked up song, but for real, the song is about a student in love with a teacher. Yeah. See, I always took it as. Them just getting shot down. I see. I always knew it was a student being in love with a teacher. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You learn something new every day. I guess. Yeah. To me, that's just my opinion. They can tell me uh, a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how I grew up, shit. I was in love with a teacher. I knew a substitute teacher that was fine as fuck when I was in high school. Have that. I have. I have no. Um, Teachers, I looked twice at. Oh, I nah, barely had any men teachers. And her husband died in that um in that flood that happened on Brush Creek. Oh, really? But she was fine as hell, and like we wanted to heal her, make her feel safe. You know, we we was all messed up that what happened to her, but we 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 wanted to heal her by putting something warm in her vagina. Shout <laughs> like, out to Miss Husband, but I'm gonna just keep it one hundred. Oh God! All right, <laughs> Lord have mercy. All right, so that was the fucked up song, "The Far Side Passing Me By." Um, yeah, you have Jerry's final thoughts for us. Oh uh, shit! All right, let me think. No, I don't really have no uh Jerry final thoughts for this evening. I I do want to say that um. I want people to um, subscribe more and to stand out of people's business. I think we have gotten to a world of social media where um, everything is so much available to us. We have our opinions. And, of course, we're a show that uh, that, that strictly deals off our opinions. There, You know, some things are facts, but some things are what we state as an opinion. Mm-hmm. 
at the same time, we don't need to know everything. And I think that's what the world needs to understand, that we don't need to know everybody's business. You know, um, certain things need to be private. Even when we know about certain things, we as human beings uh, need to understand that we need to back off and let that shit be private between that family. And my Jerry's final thought would be, um, if it if it doesn't uh, if it doesn't directly affect you, stay clear away. Uh, stay clear away from that. Don't have an opinion about it. Don't have an issue about it unless those people they their self um, open up about it. Because that's the only reason why uh, where it would make more sense. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Can't say that I disagree. I definitely agree with that. Um, but yeah, so we definitely um, have another case that we need to talk about that we are most definitely gonna talk about next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That we might. I don't know. We'll figure. We'll figure it out. But we will be talking about Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. So. Um, Tune in to episode 44. This was episode 43. And this is the ish we talk. And we will see you guys later. Bye.